Welcome to the Money Tree Real Estate Investor Podcast, where we learn from real estate professionals across the industry. They will share about how they got into real estate, the big wins they have celebrated, the mistakes they have made along the way, and the advice they have for anyone following in their footsteps. Money really does grow on trees. Hey everybody, it's William here for another episode of the Money Tree Real Estate Investor Podcast. I've got a special guest here today, Nelson Jones. I'll go ahead and let you introduce yourself and tell us kind of your backgrounds. I understand you just got back from a big trip to Europe, so I'd love to hear more about that too. Yeah, man. First, thanks thanks for having me on. Um, Nelson Jones, I'm, I'm originally uh, born and raised in, in Memphis. Um, I went to school at Mississippi State, so Mississippi boys, what we were talking about before. Um, but bounced over here to Texas. I'm, a, I'm in oil and gas. I'm a, I'm a petroleum engineer for oil and gas drilling contractor. Um, so, of course, Texas is, is the homeland to oil and gas. So that's what brought me here for, uh, for work. Um, been bouncing around. Bounced around Texas a little bit. I spent some time in San Antonio. I spent some time in Corpus, and then I just uh, recently moved to Houston, probably a year and a half ago or so, and and um, been here, loving it, loving Texas. Besides this weather, that can get to some heights that I have never seen before. But other than that, it's awesome. But um, yeah, man, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, that's awesome. So I, I don't know if you knew it or not, but I studied mechanical engineering, and I actually lived in Houston for a little bit too before moving to Dallas. Oh yeah. Mechanical is the way to go. Actually, if if I could go back and do it again, I might do that. It's just so broad, you can apply that to almost anything. It's great. Yeah, no, it is. It's been really good so far. So, uh, yeah, so you're in uh, oil and gas, but you also are getting into real estate as well. So, kind of, you know, what's that? What's that motivation for being in real estate? Yeah, man. So, um, so I've, I've recently um, launched a company, Jones Equity. Um, and you know, it's been a it's been a domino effect really, um, leading up to this. So I guess I'll just kind of start from the beginning and kind of sum it up. Sure. When, um, when uh, I was living in Corpus, um, my my work relocated me up here to Houston, and I figured I said I'm gonna I'm gonna look and see if I can purchase my first home. I'm here in Houston, great city. I would I'd love to settle down here. Let me see what I can find. And of course, this was um, back at the beginning of 2021, so it was all the mm-hmm. craziness of you know people buying up houses left and right offering 10 20 percent over asking you know rates were sub three percent so anyone and everyone wanted to grab grab some houses while they can so clearly the market was very competitive um you know it, it was a little too competitive for me we put i don't even know 20 30 offers out on the different homes and none of them stuck we always were getting yeah. getting outbidded so the, you know the craziness got to us so i decided to you know, kind of take a step back and, and rent for a year um, to kind of get my feet under me and, and figure out what the next steps are. Um, but, you know, as we were renting, um, I was still dabbling in, into some real estate looking around and I was, I was planning on acquiring a, a single family rental um, just to kind of break into that real estate space. And, uh, you know, you know, same craziness, same 20, 30 offers on home. So, it uh, didn't pan out, you know. Um, didn't didn't secure a single family, so I I called a uh, a lady that I met here at realtor. Actually, she was kind of helping me out, and I called her and I was any advice, you know, anything I could do differently. And she just uh, sent me a contact, just messaged me a contact, and said, "Call this person and just tell her you want to talk real estate." So I said, "Okay." So I did. I called uh, one of her friends out of the blue and, and said. 
I was told to call you. I'm interested in real estate investing. And uh, it's funny, the, the, the young lady I called, she's actually from France. So the, the conversation wow. was, yeah, the conversation was very short. She just said, I'm going to text you a time and place to be somewhere and just show up. I said, all right, we'll do. So and this this is starting to place. sound a little sketchy. <laughs> right? That, that was my initial thought. <laughs> so she texted me a time and place, and um, I showed up. It was at a local restaurant here in, in Houston um, for like a, a luncheon deal. And walked in, and, you know, I had no idea what to expect. But um, long story short, it was a, you know, multifamily meetup group, but like a luncheon group that uh, they met once a month um, and had guest speakers come in and, you know, chat about multifamily investing and all that good stuff. So I came in not knowing anything. I didn't even know that, you know, somebody like me could invest in, you know, multi-million dollar building. There's no way, I, you know, I thought that's all, you know, for these high net worth individuals, these big hedge funds, just buying up these apartments left and right. And so it, it was my first, uh, you know, kind of breakthrough into the syndication model of, you know, getting a group of investors together and going and buying a big property that you couldn't buy on your own and uh, loved it. You know, loved it, loved it. And while I was there at that, at that first meetup, I met a, um, an individual, another a syndicator. And he gave me his card. He said, man, give me a shout if you want to chat or have any questions about it. And of course, I had tons of questions. I didn't even know what, you know, a general partner was, a limited partner, you know, a lot of new terms for me. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I called them up and said, man, you know, you got time for lunch. I'd love to pick your brain on some things. And uh, went and met, met and had some lunch with them. And it was a two, three hour lunch. And I probably asked way too many questions. He probably didn't expect that, but I got them all out while I could. And, uh, you know, the domino effect led to, you know, me joining a, uh, a mastermind group and getting into a coaching program to kind of learn, you know, how this syndication model works, you know, how general partners um, acquire these deals, manage these deals, exit these deals. Um, so just wrapped up that coaching class actually at the um, it was February of this year. Um, so hit the hit the ground running since then. So finished the coaching, joined this mastermind. They've been a tremendous help, you know, passively invest in, in the deal in uh, in San Antonio as a limited partner and just off to the races since. So I decided this is I love this. You know, it's a huge passion of mine. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go go the business route and see if I can get the real estate business going too. So, Jones Equity was launched um, probably two months after that, so three three four months now. Um, hit the ground running, and looking forward to uh, to what the future brings. That's exciting, man. So you know, you you and I both are are pretty new to all of these things, and you know we've got a long long road ahead of us. Um, there's going to be ups and downs. But I'd love to hear a little bit more about the property that you invested in in San Antonio. What what did you like about it? How many units were was it? You know, is it a value add? Is it a, a core uh, deal? Like, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, man. So it's 120 units. Um, it's in the medical center in San Antonio. Um, so great location. A um, lot of travel nurses cycling through that. You know, need places to stay. A lot of medical professionals that that are bouncing through the city, need places to stay. Uh, so 120 units, um, it's a class B property. Um, it is a, it is a value add. Uh, it's not a too, not too big of a heavy lift, um, but you know, some cosmetics, um, some, some painting on the outside, some rebranding. Um, they're doing some renovations on the units inside. A lot of them needed some, needed some renovations. 
Um, so kind of tackling all just your, your typical value add B class asset. So um, we closed on that in, I want to say February or March of this year, 2022. And um, actually just, just got off the phone with um, one of the lead sponsors last week. And they are about, at about two months away from, from closing all their CapEx and getting all their CapEx, all their innovations done, and then kind of riding the wave from there. So super quick turnaround, um, you know, really happy to be a part of that, that group that turned around so quickly. So come December timeframe, they, they should be on, you know, autopilot from there and we'll ride it out and it's a, got to exit a three to five year exit. Um, you know, we'll see what the market plays out with, but good deal. Happy, happy I got in on it before, before these rate hikes for sure. Yeah, you got it at a good time, and and you also were able to capitalize on the, uh, the tax advantages and everything of cost segregation before the end of the year. So you've got the hundred percent bonus depreciation. Sure do. Um, are you guys utilizing that at all, on that deal? Absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent bonus depreciation last year to get it. So if you want it, get it now. You got a few months left. <laughs> mm -hmm. Passive investors in real estate are able to receive a check every month. Some people call that mailbox money. We say money really does grow on trees. Visit the website at biggerpictureholdings.com where we have a ton of free resources to help you learn more about planting your very own money tree. Yeah, so what what would you have uh, some advice? Because you're, you're very new uh, with, you know, you just did your first deal as a limited partner. So what would you have for somebody that, you know, is just one step removed from you, so hasn't invested in their first deal yet? You know, there's going to be all these, like, uncertainties. There's going to be these concerns. And, you know, what would you say to those people? Yeah, so, you know, you hear all the time that, you know, limited limited investors, a limited partner is a passive investor, no work required, all that good stuff. And uh, it's true to an extent, right, but there is some – some up upfront work for a brand new, you know, haven't invested in the deal yet, um, in individuals. So you got to get educated, right? And so I I spent the last you know two years just reading as many real estate books as I could. Just you know, no money out in the space yet, but I wanted at least know what it was about, know what I was you know looking to get into. So you got to get got to get educated. You don't have to you know, know how to work these deals hundred percent from start to finish, right? You've got these, these uh, experienced investors, these experienced partners that are doing that for you. So that's great, but you do need to know the gist of how these investments work, what these return profiles are supposed to look like, what the exit strategy is supposed to look like, um, market trends. So just get a little educated, right? But then secondly, you know, you, you've got to meet the right people. So you've got to meet the, the general partners that you want to work with. You got to make sure that you know them, like them, trust them, right? Because, you know, they're going to be stewards of, of your capital, right? So they're going to be managing your capital for you. So, you know, make sure you get to know them, um, know their integrity, make sure that, you know, y'all's views are aligned and uh, rock and roll from there. But I will say at some point, you know, there's so much knowledge you can take in. There's so many people you can shake your hands. There's so many relationships you can build, but at some point you got to just wire the funds and, and pull the trigger. So, don't be scared of it, right? Just make sure you're, you're comfortable with it and you're comfortable with uh, with the people you're working with and pull the trigger. 
Definitely, yeah, and something. So I, I mentioned earlier when we were visiting before the recording, I just got done uh, at Brad Somrock's AIM NatCon convention here in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, you have a, a wide variety of people there. You have people that have never invested in a deal. You know, you have people like you and I, like pretty new to the space, and you have all the way up to super experienced people. You know, one thing that I liked right. about that convention was that they had something for everybody. You know, and, and yeah. even like the stuff that he's sharing, you know, that's meant for the people just starting out, like I'm, I'm able to learn from that stuff as well. Or like, you know, it, it reminds me, oh, yeah, like I, I, you know, I need to look back into that or whatever. And like one of the things that it talked about uh, was most people, they get super excited about the deal. You know, it's like, man, like it looks so pretty, like, you know, it's a great location, like whatever, you know. And, and he said, like, that's the third thing that you need to look at. He said, number one, you look at the team. You know, right. do you trust them? Do they have a good track record? Can you talk to previous investors that they've had? Like, you know, they're always going to say they have all these really good deals, but have they had deals that didn't perform so well? You know, and it's like, mm -hmm. once you find that, that good team, he's like, you know, then understand like, the markets that they're investing in is that one of the best markets, you know, and he gave like a whole list of the markets that he recommended. And, you know, he's very wildly successful, you know, like purchased over a billion dollars of real estate in the last like 15 years, you know, so I would say like the markets that he's interested in, I would say are probably pretty good. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then like third, third was the property itself, you know, and, and I think that's, that's really helpful for people to to be reminded of or to to hear for the first time it's like hey start with the partner then location then property so. absolutely that, that is fantastic advice and, and any new aspiring real estate investor please take that advice and run with it because you know it might just save you some money down the road you never know Definitely. And, and another thing that you mentioned, you said that you got to go to a dinner and that's or a lunch, you know, and that's kind of like what kicked off this journey for you, you know, like you met a person who introduced you to a person who invited you to a lunch, you know, and I would say uh, for passive investors and general partners alike, you know, this is a relationship business. And, you know, whether you want to be managing the deals or not, like anything that you can do to learn more you know, whether it is a luncheon or, or just having these phone calls and stuff, like I would encourage them to do that. For Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I have a, I have a friend, his, his dad works in ministry and uh, he always, always talks about never say no to getting a cup of coffee, period. Yes. Regardless of, regardless who it is, where it is, never say mm -hmm. no to go and get a cup of coffee because you never know what a cup of coffee can lead to, you know, a lunch can lead to. You know, this this launch for me led to, you know, launching my own real estate business, right? So never know, but never say no to a cup of coffee. Keep that one in mind. <laughs> I like that advice, man. Are, are you a believer in Jesus? I am, man. I am. Oh, very cool. I am too. That's awesome. That's, that's very important to yeah, me. Man. Most important, I would say. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, uh, to kind of wrap things up, what are what's like your your next year or two? Like, what are some of your goals with real estate in the next couple of years? Man, so you know, within the next year, you know, definitely breaking that door down and, and getting in on that first deal on the on the sponsor side of things. Um, so you know, just keep chipping away at it for now. You know, you hear a lot of people talk about real estate and they talk about financial freedom and, you know, cash flow and, you know, quitting your W-2 and, 
you know, there's nothing wrong with any of that, right? There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, my goals align with that too. Um, but, I, you know, I think, and there's a backstory to this, but I, I have a, a little bit of bigger goal down the road that I, I definitely want to achieve in the next five or 10 years. But backstory and what kind of kicked this off was my, my wife of, of one month today. We got married one month ago. Congrats, man. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. So my wife is a, uh, a pediatric oncology nurse, right? So she works with, with kids that are battling cancer. And she came home one, uh, one night and she was talking about how this, um, these parents of, of one of her patients um, had to sell their house, right, to, to pay for these medical bills. And I'm getting chills saying this. Mm. And uh, that, that really, really tugged on, on my heart, right? I, you know, you already have a kid battling cancer, right? The last thing you want to do is, is worry about selling your house and, you know, going and finding out, you know, how can I get some financial needs ready to pay for these bills, right? And so a mentor of mine, he has a few businesses. He's in the real estate space, and and um, he just launched a a nonprofit, um, I believe, early this year, maybe late last year. And uh, all of his all of his businesses they they feed into this nonprofit, right? So a portion of the profit go to this nonprofit bucket, and he uses that bucket to, you know, deploy this money out to people that need it, right? To charitable events, charitable charitable organizations. I think he just bought. Uh, Twenty or thirty thousand dollars worth of uh, hearing aids for kids that could not afford hearing aids. So, it's awesome. That 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 is my my long term goal, right? It's not it's not the financial freedom and quitting my W two and sitting on a beach for the rest of my life. I'm too high strung to to sit on a beach for the rest of my life. If you can't tell, my wife tells me that all the time. But mm-hmm. that's the ultimate goal. I I want to be able to to build a real real estate business big enough that it can feed feed profits into a, a nonprofit organization and I can deploy that out to help the family that may have to sell their house because they're paying for their kids, you know, cancer care. So that's the ultimate five, 10 year goal. And, uh, you know, I'm going to give it hell to get there. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's, that's cool. You know, and I, I really appreciate that as well. You know, being a believer, you know, I think it's, it's really important. Like I do, you know, I do have aspirations and, and some goals, you know, but it's like, man, you know, if, if I gain lots of wealth, like my largely my lifestyle won't change, you know, so right, what does that right. mean? That means I'm I'm reinvesting that to grow the wealth, you know, but that also means I'm I'm able to give more, you know, to, yeah. to causes. I mean, cancer or to, to church or whatever that may be. So I think Absolutely. I think that you got the right the right attitude and mindset, you know, and Lord willing, we'll both be able to to achieve some great things through real estate. We'll get it. We'll get it. It's, it's funny. My mentor told us, he said, uh, the, the numbers on your balance sheet, right? They're going to get bigger and bigger, and bigger. At some point, what's the point? Yeah. I loved how he put that. He said, at, at some point, what, why does it matter how many zeros you have? But he's sure. alluding to, you know, you need to, you need to use what you have to, to deploy some stuff out and touch some people and help some people around that really need it. So love that. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm in this business. And that's what I want to do. It's awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for visiting today, and uh, hopefully we can have you on a guest as a guest uh, sometime in the future. Yeah, man. Well, appreciate you, man. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, I'll run into you uh, sometime soon. I'll be in Dallas next week, so maybe I'll hit you up then. That'd be great, man. All right. We'll see you later, brother. All right, man. Thanks, Lou. Like and subscribe below. A new episode will air every Tuesday at 7 a.m. 
Are you looking for more content? Visit our website, biggerpictureholdings.com. And remember, money really does grow on trees.